Can you eat another peach, check another tweet, make another phone call, scroll on repeat? Can you eat another peach, post another pic, read another article, give another click, just eat one more peach, just thumb through more stuff, don't actually read the thing because the headline's just enough. Eat another peach, eat another peach. It's empty calories, but that sticky knowledge tastes so sweet. And if you want to stop, no one will understand. And no one stops for long. They've got peaches in both hands. And Eve, I'm supposed to thank you? Or am I supposed to blame you? Or maybe it's not your fault and Pandora feels ashamed too. Or maybe neither did it. And it was all the men. And they fed the women peaches and then blamed it all on them. Welcome to Radical Listening, the Portland podcast where we talk to local artists about their work. I'm your host, Phil Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Clifton Holtz-Noggle. Today we speak with Kaylee Rhodes and Claire Rigsby. Kaylee and Claire are two members of the group that put together Mythology of Blame, uh, currently playing at Portland Playhouse on their website, portlandplayhouse.org. That production is on their website through January 20th and is available also on youtube.com. This was a really fun interview. We talk about the show in depth, and they unpack some of the more intimate moments of the process, which I thought was really cool. Also, in headlines, we talk about everything from Bitcoin to the recent siege on the Capitol. Several celebrities pop up during the conversation. It's pretty fun. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Here's Claire Rigsby and Kaylee Rhodes. Today on the show, we have Kaylee Rhodes and Claire Rigsby, who are involved with Mythology of Blame at uh, Portland Playhouse. It's currently on portlandplayhouse.org through January 20th. Kaylee, how are you doing today? I'm so excited to be here. What's up, guys? Oh, doing well. Doing well. How about you, Claire? I'm good. I'm glad to be sitting with y'all. You know, the, the world is burning, but we're here talking about art. Yeah, we're getting used to that. Which right? is good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. That's a she said with terror in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird it's a weird time to be trying to make art for sure. Because it's like you want to focus on it, but like the moment you focus on it, something crazy fucking happens, you know. Now I have to take time to process this before I can even right. try to respond. It's distracting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really fortunate that actually we filmed Mythology of Blame in the first week of December mm-hmm. after having the whole month of November on the the heels of the positive election results to kind of just, we really got to ride the, the tide of feeling positive and feeling like we had a win and create something together as women um, safely in COVID times, but also feeling like okay, we're nearing the end of 2020. We have a lot of information about the virus. We have an understanding of how it's transmitted. We understand that we need to wear masks and we understand um, the risks that we're taking and we need to be careful and communicative and honest. Um, But we're really glad that we didn't film Mythology of Blame earlier or later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was kind of just the perfect time. Mm -hmm. It was so great. It was so great. Yeah, what I'm curious about that process. How much time did you actually get to spend together? Oh my gosh, um, I think that we only had like maybe four or five rehearsals in person. Mm-hmm. Is that about right, Claire? Mm-hmm. And then wasn't it like eight meetings total in less than a month, including yeah. filming? Wow. Yeah, and uh, our longest rehearsal I think was four hours, and I think that was our film day. Most of our rehearsals I think were three, and again we only had five total. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's important to state that there was no script. These were fully devised pieces written Mm -hmm. by each of the five women inspired by a piece of mythology or folklore, or simply an idea of how blame, 
has infiltrated our society, especially to blame the most disenfranchised among us, people of color, women, even in some degrees like that are much less um, insidious, like children, we yeah. blame, we blame. And um, I think that what we ended up creating was, it didn't start off this way, but I celebrate that it became this, was a very um, feminist and feminine commentary on blame. Yeah, it definitely came. I like. I kept saying that it felt like a celebration when I was yeah. watching it, and it, now that like hearing how that process came together, it it definitely feels that way. Like it feels like the process was as much a celebration as the product was, and, and yeah. the the idea that you were able to curate the room with like you know with like exceptional artists um, all just kind of feeding off of each other that was really cool to see because in our community, you know, there's not a lot of like young bold like you're saying art like that that's that kind of victorious and one two three is that how you, you pick win? the pieces um so scissors beats paper for the listeners who can't she did see it yeah. no i was just gonna say first of all i have to commend kaylee rhodes because she brought all of us together and i was always also gonna say like it's very rare i mean i'm trying to think right now besides maybe the wolves it's very rare that you get to see a group of young women or, you know, all together on stage here yeah. in Portland. I think it's really rare. I mean, this was my first time working with every single one of these women in this show, which is wild. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, of course, we know each other, although I hadn't really, I barely knew Ty. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Me too. And yeah, so, so rad. Um, <laughs> and so it was just this incredible experience. I mean, honestly, I have not been through such an easy devising experience in a really long time or maybe ever and i was so i mean we did half of these things over zoom mm -hmm. and kaylee just presented this idea to us and was like write a piece write a piece write a piece that speaks to you um and come back and then we came back and we talked about it and it was like ah, i'm i'm having tr trouble with this part and people would give their two cents and all of a sudden we were talking about imagery and all of us were seeing this water imagery and mm. all and we were seeing this kind of movement and it just it just clicked it just really clicked in a way that was so uh refreshing and empowering and also super honest yeah. because mm -hmm. like i mean that's not to say that there weren't like tense moments I mean, like Claire and I are pretty radical friends and we like exchange words. It's what we do. We're in a relationship <laughs> and relationships are honest. Mm -hmm. And like, that's that's what devising should be. Yeah. It should, you should be, be so invested and, and so intense in it that there arise some tense moments and only through that comes something that you've distilled out and it's like this little nugget of thing that you really care about. But I do think that if we were saying that the progress, the process was completely without any kind of hiccup, it would be because we were actually saying that we created something that we all had like 80% buy-in in. Mm. So I want to make sure that we say like, no, there were moments where people were like, I don't feel good about this. I want to redo this. Or like, mm. I don't feel hurt or like things like that. I, 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 or like, I can't take that note right now. You know, like just little moments where we had, it showed our, our investment started creeping in. And then by the time we were done filming, and we were dancing in what has become the credits, which is just us dancing with disco balls mm -hmm. in our in our self-proclaimed disco garden. It just was like this actual celebration of like a birth. Like birth is work and mm. it's not easy. Like at the end of it, you have a child and that's great, but it's hard. And like, like, I feel like that's what we did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it was hard and there were, but what made it work so well is that we actually 
fucking listened to each other. That's what it was. It's like, if there was any tense moment or moments of feeling uncomfortable or feeling insecure or whatever, we just listened to each other. Yeah. And, and we all took on appreciated roles. It. Like we, we all had role. Claire was like this, like questioner, encourager, like this very deep, like rooted into the earth. And like, she had all these like little tendrils that were touching everyone. And I had to be like this, like pseudo director, which was challenging because I was also performing. And mm. then like, we had some people in charge of more technical things and some people in charge of more costume things. And some people who were more concerned with like, when do we lead and when do we follow? Because mm -hmm. both are valuable. We can't have a million leaders all the time. Sometimes we need to like fall in line and like have a leader. And I feel like we created a piece where we have five distinct leaders at five different times and i think mm -hmm. that's really rare and like claire said like claire you were in a piece with profile theater called the secretaries which is a bunch of women on stage mm -hmm. but it also celebrates and lampoons the kind of women that vie and then we have the wolves where there's lots of vying but it's essentially a team mm -hmm. and i think that in blame you're right we have five women on stage who are I kept being so nervous that this was turning into like a sexy music video. And then I, at one point I finally was like, what the fuck is wrong with that? Wrong? Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe we need a sexy music video. I was going to say, yeah, it, it sometimes it reads as a sexy music video, but it also serves to l make you think about why you think that is. And Ooh. also like, like we were just talking, we, we watched it again yeah. today and we were talking about that. And it, it was like, it makes you think about the next level beyond just watching a sexy music video, because that is a part of empowerment. And I think a part of that empowerment is transforming the male gaze yeah. to um, start to question why we think that something is a sexy music video or there's, whatever. You there's know? moments during it where you can really tell how aware, and I don't actually know how aware or even how you, what you were thinking in the moment, but you, I, it was like I could tell how aware you were that we're looking right at you. And you know what I mean? Like there was this, there's this awareness that you all had in these moments and then you have these close-ups and all of that. So it's like, I'm falling into a trap that you're setting, but it's also, there's this like weird thing where it's like, you're giving me permission, but it's, it is really cool because it, it's, it's this, it's set up where you have all the control and you know, and in the way that you would want it to be, or at least that's the way it felt. And so I think that really came through. Yeah. Thank you. My heart. I'll say that as a man. <laughs> no, I so appreciate that. And you guys should, you know, run for office. Okay. No. <laughs> Never again. More you see what happens? I don't want to get shot. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what? Claire and I will run for office. You guys can be in our cabinet. All right. Okay. That's actually Sounds cool. like too much work for me, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you um, I think that I wanted to ask Claire a live question. Go for it. I love that. Claire, you ready? Uh, maybe. I mean, we can just edit it out if we don't like it. I doubt it. Okay. Now that you've made your piece. Yeah. And now that you've seen your piece and now mm -hmm. that, and so like just for our listeners and for you guys, something that we learned, me, Claire, everybody learned was you can write something, you can film something, and then you can edit something and it's three different stories. And I was the editor on this piece and I, you know, you get what you get and I'm not a super skilled editor, but I cared a lot. So that went a long way. But um, after seeing your piece's final product, if we remounted this, say like I was like, okay, 2021, blame version two, what would change and what would stay the same for you? Oh, girl, put me on the spot. I know. Um, okay. Are we filming it again or is it in the theater? 
Ooh, oh, it's question. in a theater. We have a live audience, but it's also going to be filmed for posterity. <laughs> oh, and people can watch it online too. Also, you can definitely. We have an online audience and an in-person. It's audience. on Twitch. Oh, great! <laughs> live stream. Uh, say the question one more time. What, what I would, would you change, and what would you what would you keep? What would you keep, and what would you toss? Keep and toss. Dead air is always really good on a podcast. Um, let's see. What would I keep and what would I change? I think there's a connection to the listener, to the audience, to the to who I'm speaking to that I want to explore more deeply. Um, and some of that just has to do with um, my, whether it was my connection to the camera or my connection to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, this <laughs> responding no, to. I think, no, it's so fascinating because like this, she's reminding me of something that like we did talk about, but it was too, it was like too late. Mm -hmm. Like, because we're, we're theater actors. We didn't, we perform for a hundred eyes. We don't perform for one. And having a camera right in your face is a different kind of intimacy and cultivating that you have to cultivate it. And we, yeah. we had one day. Right. And yeah. so like, she's like, Claire, you're hitting and keep going. Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I think I also would love to explore the, you know, is it COVID times? Is it not COVID times? Because the movement, you know, with, during COVID times, like the intimacy, intimacy is really difficult. Um, and this feels like an intimate my piece feels very, very intimate. Um, and, and maybe that might just be also like my connection to you all. Like I, I, I think we longed to be, to be closer and yeah, what would I keep? I mean, I, I think I told you this, Kaylee, and maybe this, this is not answering your question, but I wrote my piece and at the beginning I was just like, I don't know. I, first of all, I don't share my writing almost ever maybe never this might be the first time actually anything that i've ever written has been like put in front of other people's eyes yay um <laughs> more That's and exciting. and so for me it's like i started out with this piece and i was like i don't like it i don't know what it means i don't think it you know it was like i have all these images it was like really inspired um both by Clarissa Pinkola Estes um women who run with the wolves and then also the the myth or story of La Llorona. And I was sort of taking imagery from here and there and blah, blah. And as we worked through it, it was like all of a sudden, every single word became so personal to my life. I've never experienced that. Usually you write something that's like, oh, this is so personal. This is my inner story. And like, as I was writing it, I was like, I feel, it was like the words hadn't caught up with my soul yet. Mm. And when, when we all got together and it, and we and I put it out there. It was like this is so deeply connected to my life and my experience in a way that I didn't recognize when I first wrote it, which seems strange. And so maybe what I would say is I would want to explore that more deeply because it was such a quick and dirty process. It's like oh, this is like really touching pieces of my heart and my soul in a way that like is just now becoming illuminated for me so the opportunity to just like explore that deeper and like yeah the ex my excitement of like what comes from that mm. what would come out of that oh let's yes, flip it Claire. so can i ask you that same question what would you change or what would you update um as a as a, an artist or yeah. as the 
orchestrator of the, the artist. process. The artist. The artist. Um, I don't know. So I was telling uh, Claire this. So Claire and I are tight. And um, I was telling Claire this, that believe it or not, I didn't write my piece until we all wrote our piece. And I had drafts. I had, I mean, I even shared a couple with the, with the women that of like, do you, Claire, do you remember that draft that I shared that was like Pandora speaking and Prometheus speaking? And totally. I mean, I had different drafts. Like the, the peach is just Same. what is what we all were like, Hey, we kind of need a little bit of a rhythmic piece. Like we, you got excited when you shared it, Kaylee, we could see it. You should do it. Mm. And, um, and so, however, Claire has read some of my poetry and uh, that's not my brand. What the piece peach is not my brand. So it was really scary to hang my hat on peach. Cause I was like, okay, well, this is like the one little like boat I'm sending off into the ocean. And whoever mm -hmm. finds it's going to be like, oh, this girl Kaylee, she writes stuff in rhyme. Mm -hmm. No, she doesn't. And it was scary because it was like, every time you, you put forth a project, you're like, is this what I'm going to be known by? Is this what people are going to think is my brand or, you know, mm -hmm. and I say brand in a loving way. I don't yeah, mean like yeah. I'm an insta, I'm an influencer. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like what I want to be, what I, um, the billboard of my soul. Right. So I think if I were to do it again, I think I would just like, I wouldn't change my piece. I would just shed that worry. Like just mm -hmm. be like, nope, it's mm -hmm. not the only time because you made this happen and you can just make it happen again. Mm -hmm. And that piece, what I mean, Peach is so good, y'all. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. And and that and she did. It's a lot of us brought like multiple. We had docs going. I mean, mine, I had stream of consciousness. I had two lines here and then a long thing here and then this. And and multiple times um we would read over Zoom to each other, each of our pieces, and then be like, you. And Kaylee really was like, I don't know about this piece. This piece is really scary to me and it's so different from what I usually do. And her other pieces were beautiful too, but she read it and it was just like that. Do the scary thing. Do mm. this, I mean, always. Do the scary thing. Yeah, 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 thing. do the scary thing. And you know what? Yeah. It worked it. so well in the piece overall because it was so different. So it kind of like acted as this kind of reset moment because we were kind of like led into the prose that everyone else was. And then your rhyme just like picked us back up. And then like the rhythm, it was it was really incredible. Cause I, I watched it, you know, when you premiered it, but then watching it again today, I was like, wow, this is really cool. The the arc that you take us on. Because That's all Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee shows up one day and she's like, I think I have a, she, and, and she did such a good job of being like, I don't want, please, if you don't like, like, I'm not trying to like sway this in any way, but she's just brilliant. And yeah. so she was like, here's, I see this order and this is why, I mean, you should talk about that. You should talk about the flow because yeah. she said it and it was just like, yeah, that and, does. And that the editing sense. was amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Uh, lots of hours. And, and I really, what's so cool is that I realize that I love it. I love editing. I love it. I love it. It's so musical. Mm -hmm, it's like dancing. Mm -hmm, yeah. It's like, ka -ka 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 -ah, pa. you know, like it's very like, yeah. it's musical. It's literally um, how I found my way into sound design was that it was because, because mm. of how like musical it is. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Phil. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> so Claire, so Claire is talking about, so we have five pieces and up until the like, 11th hour we didn't know what order our pieces were going to be in and that was so great like we shouldn't yeah and um but i kind of realized that we don't have a director we don't have a stage manager we don't i keep trying to be like self-effacing like i'm 
I'm going to take care of all the nasty shit, but we are 20 each 20% and that kind of thing. And then I realized, you know, when, when it comes down to like that, that, that filming day, you need someone in charge. You've got, you have, you have to have a captain and I'm, I'm totally happy to be that. Um, but that also meant that I needed to throw my hat in the ring of what the order was. And so I typed up this thesis. <laughs> it was definitely a presentation, oh a nervous presentation. <laughs> so nervous. So sweet. Of like my proposition of the order of the piece. Mm-hmm. And why. And why. And and I actually can read you a little bit of it. Oh, yes, and, please. Was it like a PowerPoint, um, like literally? No, I just like sat there and read it like shaking. It was written. Was it just on your computer? Is that how uh, yeah. you did it? Was it printed I, like, out? Yeah. I don't know. I was terrified. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if these women are going to be okay with this. But <laughs> All of us were like, yeah. Yeah, like all of you were so amazing about it. Well, and what's so funny, Claire, is what I was going to tell you is that I got home and I read it to Matt, my partner. He just like, he does this like really um, excited for me. He does this thing where he like puts his head down and he like looks at the ground and he just like snaps over his head. (laughs) Like like he sits there kind of like. (laughs) Sixes, man, sixes. But like you got to look down like. "Mm." (laughs) Like, That's how good it was. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess. This is what we're doing. On that whole thing of order and also the the cohesiveness, uh, there was just a cohesiveness between the five pieces that was so cool, especially because they were all their own piece also completely. And I think that there's something about that, like having that time frame that like, and then having all the same people working together for each of them, obviously. But I feel like I've seen you know pieces when i go and see something that's like a series of solo pieces or a series of vignettes they often start to drift apart from each other you know what i mean but this like the intentionality and like intensity of the short rehearsal schedule the same group of people and then like filming for one day led to this like really it was it it was really cool how cohesive it looked Mm -hmm. while it was giving you this whole arc so thank you so much thank you i don't know how it was really good to hear people say what we hoped it would be. You know what I mean, Kaylee? Yeah, I do. And and what's so interesting is like when I was editing it, I texted the women like we we have like a we have a, obviously have a group chat. We call ourselves Rad like, Riot Girls. Rad Riot Girls. <laughs> and I texted Rad Riot Girls and I was like, "What words do you feel? We need some words. We need like these captions, these big giant captions that remind you of these things that women are called throughout history Mm. and um and and you know of course i got snake which i love for its mythological overtones in the story of eden Mm. is that how you find your way towards the peach what is that how you find your way towards the peach yeah oh totally that Mm -hmm. whole piece is like eden yeah genesis the story of like knowledge and whether or not we're supposed to be grateful that we got this knowledge or we're supposed to be like, shit, it got us kicked out of the Garden of Eden. I'm choking on this knowledge. Like, what are we? Are we supposed to be excited? What are we? And can I ask, what is the knowledge? Right. Well, in my piece, what I had in my head was, yeah. so I have this, you know, here we go. Buckle up. I have this deep rooted belief that we evolved um, much longer mm-hmm. than the information age that we're in now. And the saturation that we are met with every day of incoming information has far out the to healthily digest it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's a reason why we have an uptick in every bad thing in mm-hmm. our human body. 
from depression to early death to anxiety. There's a reason. It's because we didn't evolve. I would argue we didn't even evolve to have unnatural light. I agree with but, <laughs> And that's a problem. That's why we have such a hard time sleeping. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I have a thousand different inputs of news every day, that's knowledge. And I have it at my fingertips. How lucky am I? And then mm -hmm. you realize, no, I'm cursed. I can't escape. And if I do try to escape, there's people that tell me that's copping out of mm. being a citizen. Mm. And I hear that too, especially mm -hmm. as a white woman. I'm like, uh-uh, I can't just take a vacation. I need to fucking be here. Mm -hmm. And like reading this shit and looking at what I do, looking at what my people do. And mm -hmm. so it's really, and it's power and it's hard. And so that's what my piece was about. But anyway, snake. <laughs> but you. it's true. Those, those labels were added after, actually, yeah. after we filmed it. So I wouldn't say that like, you know, um, my piece was inspired by the word witch. Mm -hmm. It was just like these things were added afterwards. Um, Which I almost love because I love showing the word witch to a viewer before they watch Claire's piece that they really don't have anything to anchor that word on. Mm -hmm. I love unsettling them and then being like, wait, 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 where's the witch? Well, oh, and there I might guess... not be one. Like there was never one bitches. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's like so compelling. Yeah, I, w I was curious about that because I remember you were mentioning in like the talk back on the first one that they used to have different names. And and, and so you, what was the what was the real impetus to to change the titles or give them new titles or hang new titles on them? Was it for that to be able to give like a one word kind of concise thing to it? Yeah, actually, I would say that the, the titles of the pieces remain unchanged. Sure. What I needed to do was have some glue mm -hmm. to remind the viewer that what you were watching was a history or a guided journey through blame of women mm -hmm. in five different ways. Sure. Cool. So I just needed to signal that. Okay, I found my piece. Yes. I found the thing that I read at rehearsal. Okay, here we go. I have some thoughts about the order of the piece and I'll share them, but I also want to A, hear your candid reactions to my proposal. And I want to say that I will want Tamara, who's our videographer, her input on how they flow and tell a shared story. And this is what we ended up with. Keisha's piece, a siren song calling the viewers into our story. Highly cinematic, magnetically sexual. It sings and whispers, leaving the viewer intrigued with a clear connection to witchy dangerous women of the past, present, and future. The me echoing into our next piece gives me chills. It is the poem at the top of a visual album. Ty's piece, a voice asking the questions of the entire art form itself, tenderly raw that blooms into power. The sexy watery siren call transformed and juxtaposed with push-pull bondage. Is it sex or is it abuse? Are we tying ourselves? or are others tying us, that plays with the ways anxiety causes self-blame and ends with movement, light, shadow, and finally, darkness. Kaylee's piece lights up in a shower, our longest piece nested in the middle and sandwiched between four dynamic pieces, heavily allegorical and choreographed, a light show, a heartbeat of love, hate, of women, technology, knowledge, gluttony, consumption, and the concept of enough ends in betrayal because there is no safety. Claire's piece. There is anger and there is redemption. 
funneling anger and freneticism into passionate staccato, all five of our bodies dance underwater in a piece that begins the conversation of accountability, of peace and oneness with the earth, ending in a whispering recipe for inner sanctum. Whispering fades into breath, begins pulsing and percussing for the final piece, Drea's piece, a quiet, raw, vulnerable exploration of how we see ourselves, how we seek ourselves, how we mirror each other, how we blame. Then a turn for the first time, humor and light, a way out, a power in the tribe, an image of women taking up space, taking back the word, word reckless, a light at the end of the tunnel, a triumph, a beat drops, they dance. Very nice. I would say if all directors aren't doing that, they're not doing their job. So. that's like what a director note should look like yeah (laughs) thank you it was i i was writing it and i was like crying and then i wrote i read it to my women and they were like yep (laughs) they were like sounds good (laughs) and then i came home and read it to matt and he was like "Mm." (laughs) Mm." (laughs) full and like so thoughtful and and it's it's a monologue yeah it's a monologue and it's and it's it's yeah it was I think the immediate yes was just like it hit so true and also it's, I mean you can just you can hear in the words that she says that the the thought that she put into it and yeah you're just so ding dang smart Kaylee Rhodes no I think that what hit you guys was that like hey y'all we're about to film this shit and you're like wait 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 what <laughs> no, like, no when I heard that it was like such deep love for the piece and such an understanding of all of our pieces. And it was so beautifully said that it was as if that had always been the order. Mm, oh, clear. And That's isn't that how good art is made, right? <laughs> the art tells you what it wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. It begged. It mm-hmm. begged for this order. It, I, it made sense to me. And no. I think every time I watch this piece, and I've watched it, however many times y'all have watched it, I've watched it. I'm in order of magnitude yeah. more like logarithmic yeah. logarithmic scale more because like, I edited it mm-hmm. and I had to watch the same um, yeah. <laughs> three seconds uh, okay. <laughs> like over and over to fix it. Right. And so the idea that it would be any other order than this is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point out uh, the videography, Tamara's videography oh, yeah. on that was, I especially so watching good. it the second time was I was like, wait, she was just in there with you like another person in the show like yeah. it was and it it worked so well and it like i was saying before helped tie everything together but well, yeah i was really blown away by tamara's videography there um that what was yeah what was that process like of ad i mean it was so it must have been so quick to like build the thing and then suddenly you have someone in there with you yeah but it was tamara so we yeah. were like well, from, the hey, beginning, from the beginning it was like oh hell yes tamara's gonna be filming this we're good yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah and like there was this one moment and you can like I could show you mm-hmm. in the actual footage, like the thing that got that you've seen, where I had to cut to another clip and then cut back, um, because there's a moment in her piece where she's standing in the center and we're in all the four corners and she says something and we like in on her and we are meant to overwhelm her and we we run around her in a circle and then we all disperse to different four corners, and when we were filming it, uh, Tamara like came in with us like, and we like someone hit her. Like, yeah, I remember that moment. <laughs> and like, you can hear it on the mic. Like, oh God. sorry, keep going. <laughs> and like, it's so special because 
she's in our piece. Yeah. She's yeah. like, what is so, I mean, like, I, you will never pay me enough to like choose this form over live theater. But <laughs> there's a reason we kept referring to this as like theater meets music video meets GoPro. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 the audience are with us yeah. on stage. And I mean, like, I like shout out to my, my Portland grandfather, Bob Conklin. Like if I could get <laughs> Bob Conklin to come up on stage and be like, Foom, like with me around Drea, I would, but I can't. And he would be like, no, I'm good. I'm going to sit down. And like, it's instead, our he, grandfather. He, yeah. He, sorry. Sorry. He adopts all the Georgians and <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll take you too. And, um, and like, but we got to invite a viewer in yeah. to our huddle, like so close that she would be like, Phoom. I just hit my microphone yeah, if you didn't hear. Oh, we heard you. <laughs> no, it definitely feels that way. It, I was saying that it felt like the camera was another character. And to think that we as the audience are that character, we get to be there and feel that celebration with all of you. It definitely came through. It was, yeah, it was amazing. And just like the the fluidity of the camera moving in and out of the circle and like, you know, moving up and down and around. It just like, it, it was as fluid as the movement was. And I thought that read really well. Thank you. And that's, yeah. I mean, that is, it's such a testament to Tamara because Tamara came in not even for our dress rehearsal, like on Thursday, I think. And then we filmed in, we filmed in four hours, which wow. is already like, <laughs> oh what? Five and pieces. Five pieces. Five pieces. Hours. 10 minutes, four hours. Um, we got to everything. I cannot believe that we we started out off off time. We were like, okay, we're thirty minutes off. This is not good, because of course Kaylee had a beautiful schedule made. And um, no, thank God, that we, Capricorn uh, thank in the God. chart coming through. Um, thank you. And you know, so Tamara had seen the pieces, and then she was just in there with us, and and knew where to go, and did things that we didn't expect, or I had an idea in my mind, and it was like oh, I didn't get that shot. And then I watched what she actually shot and it was like, oh yeah, no, that's that's better <laughs> to Mara's brain. Yeah, I mean, just to have another badass babe in the right. room, right. It, it just worked. And like, let's speak to the other badass babes. We had Charles Grant producing yeah. and yes. we had Tira Hartshorn just fucking crushing it, like making dreams come true. Just being like, oh, you want that lighting? Let me do you one better. Oh, nice. Or <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you need this to be rigged? No problem, let me get the ladder. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Absolutely. Tira, just like, I mean, seriously, I, I don't know how to design lights. Mm -hmm. I, I, the first day that it was like, you can have blue, you can have purple. I was like, I don't know what this means. Like <laughs> blue light, I guess. My piece is watery. So, Same. and you, you were so good at it. No, though. no, no. I was literally like, I was faking the whole time. I was like, um, these foot lights. I'm like, <laughs> I'm saying foot because I had someone else say that. <laughs> I was like, could you make it? More blue. And, and it was just like, I, I I had this moment where I was like, I, my piece is too blue. It's all blue. I don't know what to do. Do we need a little bit of, and like we try different lines and Tira was just like, how about this? Boom. And it was like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. There it is. Remember beach sunset. That's what yes, we need. Sunrise. Yeah. The sunset one where it was just like, that was pretty yeah. as fuck. The lighting was a great element of the whole piece. No, no, no. Come on. Tell me more about how you liked it. <laughs> well, I mean the, the flashing between and some, and it, like, um, I like, when I do video work, I, I'm really interested in the things that you can't tell if they're a real shift or a camera shift. And so like there were moments where it looked like light was flashing, but then I couldn't tell if maybe you were cutting between two different things because I think both things happened at some point. 
Hmm. That's all. And I thought that was really cool. Had me thinking. And yeah, the the lighting, I mean, whether or not it was just lighting shifts, it was like lighting shifts between two shots and those, I mean, they, they looked really cool. So my, one of my favorite shots, uh, it's actually two from Claire's piece. You get to see Claire's feet walking. Mm-hmm. And they're dirty as hell. And I don't trust anyone with clean feet. No, I'm serious. No, seriously. Like what the intimacy of watching a mm. foot is so real for me. And like, um, friends who know this about me think it's so funny and they'll like be on camera and they'll like show me the bottom of their foot and like, Ooh, okay. It's going to freak out. <laughs> but like I'm showing you my hand right now on zoom. It's not special. You see it all the time. The bottom of my foot, you yeah. don't see it. It's intimate. It's an intimate part. And like, the fact that Tamara could show an audience like, hey, you've seen an actor walk barefoot across the stage a million times, but have you walked with her? Have you walked behind her? Yeah, like from the, the point of view of of a thing slithering behind, like yeah. it was, it's just sick. And like, mm-hmm. that was so amazing that I got to like thumb through all the footage and be like, I got to use this foot. And like, that was awesome. And then like, um, there was this other, so editing is a lot of like um, mistake hiding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned that and because we were quick and dirty. We had mistakes. Four and hours. I'm not, and I'm not talking about like, none of us ever fucked up. Do you know it's that, hard. Claire? No, we never were like, oh, we got to stop. We got to, yeah, you're uh-huh. right. Nice. Like nobody, we were actors. We were like, we would stumble and we would keep going. Like it, that was never the issue, but it would be like one of our target bags that we had bought black masks and was visible. Yeah. Like <laughs> stuff like that. No reshoot. <laughs> and so I would have to like cut away to hide that so that it wouldn't take the audience out of it. And I had to do a lot of masking of like the exit signs because they were just neon green and things like that. But there's this one moment in Claire's piece that because Claire's was so visceral and so um, with you, like Tamira was with us the whole time. Yeah. um, A lot of obvious mistake hiding needed to happen and like obviously. And there was this one moment where we needed to kind of like mask something and I needed to find some extra footage. And there was this gorgeous shot. Do you know what I'm about to say? Yes, I do. Okay. There was this gorgeous, she was doing takes of her final sentence of like, you want to say it, Claire? That is how to clear the river. That's keep not it. River it. Clear. Oh my God, that's not it. That is how to keep the river clear. Fuck. God, I know her lines though. And so she had different lighting for that. It was like this gorgeous orange sunset lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she did different takes in it. But earlier in her piece, I needed a little bit of masking. And so I was like watching that footage for those takes. And there's this moment where she's listening to someone off stage and camera cameras rolling. She's listening to someone. And so she's like looking far off and Tira is messing with the lights because it's not we're not on camera, but camera is rolling. Mm -hmm. And Claire was a necklace and the lights changed from this deep blue to this deep orange. And it like lit her up and it lit her necklace up. It looked like her neck was on fire. And it's not, she did not know she was being filmed, but like that moment of like, let me show you what you miss on in theater and in film when you're not seeing um, an actor who knows they're being watched. And like, it's moments like that, that mm. this kind of art lets you show the bottom of the foot, um, an actor listening off stage and that is the most compelling, raw, honest material. And like, it got to happen a lot in this piece, especially in yours, Claire. And it was just really like an honor to be the shepherd, the vessel of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. 
That's so sweet. <laughs> You're so sweet, Louise. I also, I want, I definitely want to make sure, I just like want to talk about how fucking badass all the other women in this piece are. I, like, I feel like we Absolutely. have, but we're not like saying names. Like, to be able to like, yeah, to go, be able to work with Drea and Ty and Keisha and everything that they brought. Like, like I said, we were so cohesive and also we have such different brains. Our brains are mm-hmm. so different. We work differently. And people were just, I mean, like, Keisha would just come up and be like, how about this? Let's make this thing and, or have a design idea. Or also, you know, she knows lights better. Like we, I'd be like, I don't know. And she'd be like, bump it up 25%. Yeah. And meanwhile, Drea would be quiet. And then she would say a sentence that made everybody shut up. Like when you're quiet, people listen when you talk and like what you're saying is because you weighed your words. And then we've got Ty over here who's just like, we were like, Ty, can you do like a warm up activity for one of our like Zoom? And she was like, mm-hmm, I got you. What's the color of your heart? And we were all like, um, I think it's like a clear mauve. Like, is it amethyst? And like, we were on Google. It was, yeah, it was, I, that was like one of our first. I, one of our first Zoom meetings, actually, our first Zoom meeting, I was dry. It was the day, it was the day that we found out that Biden had won. Oh, wow. That was the first, because I drove to the coast and I was on Zoom on the phone with horrible service. And I, I just, didn't know that. So that's you're great. Hilarious. I was at the coast on a phone trying to dial in, couldn't see anyone, and was so excited by the end, just hearing how different people's brains worked and what they were excited about exploring. And, you know, I just like Ty blew me away with her artistic eye. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, hmm, I don't know. I was thinking that maybe we could like play with ropes. I think we added that two days before. Oh, <laughs> and that was so yeah, because, cool. <laughs> because what's important to say is that we, it's COVID and we weren't allowed to touch in traditional ways. Mm-hmm, so if right. you notice the ways that we touch in mythology blame are through rope, are through like in my, in snake, uh, what I call peach we're touching feet like mm. we're head to feet because that's six feet apart right um not for me because i'm five two right but, five foot two but right it's cool you're doing your best um but like coming up with these ways to touch and not touch yeah and that was that was incredible well and it all started with Ty, ty's piece originally was like she had this image of of women braiding each other's hair oh yes. and so we started out with this thing and then it was like we need something and that turned into the ropes and that tur- and it just it got like angrier and more sinister, which like it showed that, and, and it was the same words. It was mm-hmm. the same script and it started out gentle and then it got a little bit more dangerous, which showed like almost like a settling into the piece itself. Mm. Absolutely. Andrea's piece was just like, it has that humor, but also choreographing that piece was like one of the most collaborative, like, yes, moments that it's just like, okay, and now we can do, and she's like, maybe you come in close and let's mirror. And then I was like, I don't know what to do here. And all of a sudden we're all on stage, like, you know, like like, (laughs) masturbating. It was just like, why not? Yeah. It came together so fast. And I don't know what that is. It's some some sort of like hive mind that happens between us that I just, that was really exciting and special. Um, yeah, these women and their talent. I mean, like Keisha is unreal. Like out of nowhere, she'll just like be like, how about this? And you're like, what? How'd you know how to do that? Or she just, she, yeah, she's phenomenal. And her, yeah, her piece too, that was just like, a, it was a song. She wrote yeah. it as a song. Um, and, and, it, and it opens our album. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah. It was like an EP, you mm-hmm. know? Because I was... 
I was like sto. I, I mean, <laughs> I love short theater pieces. This kind of stuff is the unsung prose of 2020. Right, right, right. Because we've been wanting to move to this, like, I feel like a lot of theater artists want to move towards something that is shareable and something that's more modern, but because theater just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, it's like it's stayed in the building, the laws have stayed the same, you can't record anything, can't show it to anybody, can't broadcast it, and now it's like there's no other choice, and so finally we're allowed to. I yeah. just think it's great. Fucking capitalism, man. You can't share this. Give us more money. Give us more money to share it. Yeah, and well, Seriously. and we live in this like ephemeral kind of like art form, which is unique to us as theater artists. Is that it has to be local. It has to be, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. And so for yeah, us, I love that. I love that. I, I mean, do it's, too. It's, it's a pro, but it's also a huge con, right? Like it it means that right. we don't get to share with our families, and so. Yeah, there's like a huge advantage and a blessing to be able to sit, well, like have your younger brother. And that's another exciting thing about this new like nightlife program that goes got going on that Phil and I Shameless are talking about. Plug. It's like it sort of combines the two. Yeah. It's like you can share it with other people, but it's well, I guess you're gonna put it up on YouTube later, but it's like it's live. You're right. watching it happen right then, and people mm -hmm. anywhere in the world can be watching it, and yet you're still feeling that feeling of like, I'm going to get through this show. I'm not, you know, there's not going to be the next take. It's not going to be like, okay, now it's a, a, a close up or right. whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see. And, how and as much as people hate changes. like mistakes and things like on our side, you know, we're always like nervous that like somebody saw us drop the carrot or whatever. Like the audiences love that stuff. <laughs> like audiences oh, are like, they are paying $45 to see you drop that carrot because that's what live is. Is they want to see they want to see the reality of people being on stage, like you know, like that things can go wrong, you know, and um, that's what's so cool about the live streaming and all of that is that even like SNL, right, where when Jimmy Fallon laughs because somebody made him laugh or like cracks a smile, we all enjoy that because it just shows us that we're all here together in this moment. You know, the most mm -hmm. successful theater experience I ever watched was in my in Georgia a performance of Oklahoma, a mm -hmm. scene um, yes. where there was some money exchanged and a dollar bill fell on the ground and then the lights went off. And then the little scene came up and it was like the barn raising scene and there's a dollar bill on the stage. A cowboy ran <laughs> ran on stage with his like lady and he was like, I found a dollar. And like <laughs> the audience like did a standing ovation for that moment because it was so yes. priceless. You can't, you can't recreate that. And like, yeah. so you had, yes, that's, that's what we want to. That's hilarious keep from live theater but then can we like just film that moment and like but we also have to teach audiences the perfection because because audiences watch film with expectations that that have been ingrained in them by cinema right yes. which is different <laughs> right yep yep seriously i do know that i'm gonna create a solo piece where i drop a carrot over and over again and i'm gonna charge people 45 dollars to watch That'll it be, i hope that's see, okay phil no i mean let's talk that's that's the great <laughs> let's talk that's the that's the vibe. That's it's the just one. dropping carrots. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is that I don't like carrots. I don't eat them. So like that could be added into it. I know it's strange. It's like the one food that I'm like, nah, I just don't really want that. I mean, that's yeah, weird, they're hit or miss. Claire. You said that's weird. What? Yeah, it's weird. I love carrots. Oh, I'll help you. I'll help you, Claire. Grow, grow your own carrots. Um, I wanted different. to read really quickly from my rehearsal notes, the colors of our heart for our very first rehearsal. All right, great, great. Um, Drea. It was the, what's the color of your heart? You're, you're welcome to answer any of these questions. It was, what's the color of your heart? What's the soundtrack of this moment for you? And what's your access need from others today? So you're going to hear a mixture. Drea shared that she has a pink heart. Her heart was pink. 
on November 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, and but her song was Evanescence. Yes, Evanescence. I don't know what song, but it was Evanescence. Well, it's obviously well, you know, yeah. we know it's Bring me to life. That one. Bring me to life. And then I, my heart was clear. Um, my song was a carnival theme, like because I just felt really scattered. And then the things that I need, the access need that I had was, please give me your opinions. Don't hold back. Claire, I don't know what this means. Maybe you can clarify. It's a shooting star heart. That is not what I said. That's what you, that's what you said. That is not what I said. It was like, it was like a glitter. No, there wasn't it like rainbow glitter. That might've been the next one. That might've been the next rehearsal. But I wrote down, Shooting Star Heart and Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of, because mm-hmm. yes. of Bells. And, um, quote, that's the juicy one, weigh-ins. That, you wanted us to like hear your stuff and be like, that's the juicy one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted people, <laughs> honesty like you, and I wanted people to be like, that's juicy. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Keisha, uh, her heart was finger-painted into brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, her song was the flute section of Peter and the Wolf. Mm. Can anyone sing that? I can't no. right now. It's oh, like I might no. thinking I might be able to. I've been listening to a lot of classical. It's like very uh iconic, but I never can keep it straight. Mm-hmm. And then she she was like, I need the focus. Like help me help me focus. And then Ty's was <laughs> I'm so great. She I wrote from transcribed from her, I don't have the answers today. Maybe indigo. Silence. Free write space. Need some grace. Whoa. Ty. Fucking being a poet, like via me. I'm her proxy, and yeah. she's still a poet. What? Yeah. That's awesome. That's deep. All right. Well, let's take a break, and we'll come back. We'll do headlines, and we'll do plugs, and we'll get out of here. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to uh, talk about our show sponsors. Coho is a theater that's located in Northwest Portland, and their mission is to broaden perspectives and cultivate empathy through vibrant and intimate productions. If you're looking to get involved with Coho or interested in seeing a show, uh, you can check them out um, at 2257 Northwest Raleigh Street in Portland, Oregon. Or you can look at their website, which is cohoproductions.org. Our other show sponsor is virtualsonicreality.com, which is a production company that specializes in recording and audio format entertainment, such as podcasts and audio dramas. Uh, Feel free to visit the website at virtualsonicreality.com. And now back to the show. Time for headlines. 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 Um, This is the part of the show where we read headlines out loud to you and we just get your reaction to them. Um, I am going to start with a headline that we are all super excited about. And this is from The Economist. So, you know. Since 2013, Bitcoin has been on a wild ride. Having tripled in three months, its price is now in the region of $35,000. And let me tell 40, you, it's as at $40,000 right now. Oh, what the hell? Who's going to get me a bit? Where do I get me a Bitcoin? It's pretty hard right now. <laughs> I tell you, you should have listened to me three years ago. So should have. Damn it. Yeah. So um, this is happening right now. And so it's, it's really in- because... There's like two things happening. One is like political, you know, and, you know, it takes a lot of the, the oxygen you know, out of the media room. But the other thing that's happening is this online money revolution that is happening in the form of Bitcoin. And it is wild to see because I remember when Bitcoin was $900 and that was only maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. 
And here we are looking at a $40,000 coin just getting ready to, I don't know. Getting like, ready to moon, baby. So any reactions to this crazy, uh, crazy price news? on Bitcoin? Stay humble, stack sats. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, coming yeah. from a non-nerd, all of you guys, and, and uh, you guys are rich nerds, that's great. Yeah. Um, but no, but what's really interesting from the outside of this is like, from somebody who doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, like I have, I had no, I, I have no idea. You could have been like, Bitcoin is now worth 10 cents. And I'd be like, okay, like I haven't heard a thing about Bitcoin. So well, it's I a crazy have, thing. I have good news for you, Claire. Uh-huh. Um, Cause this might be in the plug section, but I'm going to do it now. Um, Matt Halavi and I are coming out with a podcast. Oh, I love that. No, we don't got to do ours anymore. <laughs> uh, it's called Bitcoin. Explain it like I'm wife. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be something that we're trying to make um, accessible to celebrate the actual democratic nature of Bitcoin itself. Hell yeah. um, for people who feel like they missed the boat or feel like they're not financially minded or feel like they don't even know what answers they need because they don't even know what questions to ask. That's so, me. Yep. So could you give and us a so, little sample of your podcast right now and tell us why is Bitcoin important? Um. <laughs> <laughs> It all starts with, if you agree that we will always need money, if you agree that money is the underpinning of everything that we do, and you agree that there's always a better or a best, then that means that you are ripe for the belief of hearing a better money than the one we have. And the best money is Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Me and Phil started out with a, with a cryptocurrency Bitcoin podcast like three years ago. And Matt, your husband, Matt, was actually the, the most intelligent. Matt, guest. the maximalist. Yeah, Matt, Matt the, the maximalist. maximalist. He, he, uh, <laughs> he was way smarter than us. And so I'm glad that he's doing a podcast now because yeah. now I can listen to it. I always felt, I was just like, <laughs> hey, I'm so excited to have you on as guests. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I, can I be a guest? Can I be the dumb one who's like, please explain? Yes, I, I would love that because. What what we have the reason we're doing this is because we found that so many of our conversations were me slowing him down and going stop using the acronym stop talking about Ray Dalio I don't know who that is mm. stop and stop throwing these things out and and you've got to take me with you 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 have yeah. to and I have someone sleeping in the bed next to me that understands Bitcoin and I still don't understand a lot about it and if I honestly believe that it's going to take the world by storm and I'm going to leave all these people in the lurch that don't have someone in their home that knows about Bitcoin I it's a public service to make a little tiny podcast that's like let's make this accessible yeah i totally agree and it's one of the reasons why i've shilled it for years because i'm saying like eventually people will understand like eventually we'll have to use bitcoin and that's one thing that people don't understand is that eventually the network will be bitcoin because it's not just like money or a financial asset which it is but it's also the new way to compute it's kind of like it's it's kind of like stepping into this new cloud computing hive mind algorithm AI world. And so we're talking about things that can exist that don't need humans, you know, to run. We're talking about a world in right. which there now are Don't trust. Yeah. There's Don't trust. Yeah. It's, verify yeah it's trustless exactly well and and what's so incredible about moving towards bitcoin on the heels of 2020 is that 2020 was a year for a lot of of people white people being like 
oh, wait a minute. Why have I always taken for granted that this is the way it should be? Mm -hmm. It's not because it's the best way. Yeah. It's because the way it's been. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's the best way. The way that it's been is not the best. And this is a right moment to be like, mm -hmm, yes, also money. The way that it's been is not the best. Yeah. There is a best. Let's talk about what that looks like. It's yeah. scary. It's new. I have so many questions, but I want to ask them wait. last time on your podcast. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is not financial advice, you know. So for anyone listening, I would say <laughs> do your own research. Um, there's tons of there's tons of resources online and, you know, there's tons of podcasts and, and YouTube videos and people out there that you can listen to. Kaylee has a podcast, but it's really important to start paying attention to things like this now because this is a new market and it's a market where there's exponential growth in a way that we've never seen before. We've never. Well, we, we've seen it a little bit with things like Amazon right. that has halved itself like six times. And yet people who didn't see it as a risk but saw it as a ride yeah. are being rewarded. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You've got all of the phrases. I'll just let, I'll leave it up to you. Let me say one more. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, we're not financial advisors any more than your favorite murder podcasters or licensed detectives. So please don't take our advice. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yes. So you've been working. I like, I like this. this. <laughs> I've been working. So are, are y'all familiar with The Weeknd, like the artist The Weeknd? Yeah. Singer? Yeah. Very. <laughs> hear anything interesting in the news lately? Okay. I have not. I was a huge fan of the trilogy and then nothing after that. So the headline more or less is that The, the Weeknd unveiled his new face in his latest music video. Um, so I'll give you that picture of before and after. Oh, no. No, is that real? Yeah. Yeah. It's we real. Some, we got some lips. No, yeah, he looks it, like the, that. The, the, the jaw, you know. the, the cheekbones have been like. Oh, let me let me get another zoom in photo of that. And and if you're at home, you just look it up. It's it's kind of yeah. Because other things have happened this week, like insurrection. People aren't paying as much attention to pop culture, but like. It kind of looks like the scene in Harry Potter when Hermione is like, oh, no, Harry's going to get caught and recognized for Harry. Let me shoot a stinging curse at his face that makes it blow up. Yeah, it does and look like he's been. That's what the weekend. That's so hard because I'm like, you know what? You want to get plastic surgery? Fucking get it. That's like, right. You want to your body, do whatever. Sure. But that is shocking. It's yeah. shocking. And for some reason makes me feel sad. Although right. if that's what he wants, fucking do it. But I like, guess, yeah. Whoa! That's a lot at once. It's not even like a rolled out new face, because right? It's, it's not like it's slowly. Yeah, that is that's a mask. That's a whole new mask. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And I a whole new mask. <laughs> because yes, empowerment okay, and like look how you want, but there's also the side of it that's like. But consider our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> our feelings. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it's like what what made him feel the need to do that um, beyond me. But it's just like I, I, I it, it, it doesn't look like a human face almost, right. you know, like a mask. Like you well, and also like what what society are you signaling to that this is expected to be successful? Yeah. Right? And you're signaling it to a lot of young people. And I well, feel like these girls. Yeah. yeah. He's a handsome person. He's a right. handsome man. I mean, I'm looking at it right now and I guess it's hard because it's like, I was very, very attached to the trilogy, like yeah. I said. And, and then, and I saw him in concert. It was terrible actually, but um, <laughs> it was horrible. Um, unfortunately, but 
And I guess I haven't paid, like, is he wild in the news? Is he crazy? Like, is is this expect, like. There has been some news about him being, like, addicted to drugs, right? Isn't that something that's, like, known about The weekend? I don't know. I but, don't like. No. I mean, he had that role in Uncut Gemstones. Where he was I am going to go on a like... limb and say that this is all a big troll. And I don't know when you we're going to. prosthetics. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to get to the other side of this troll, but been, we will. He'd like, been posting photos and bandages and like like yeah. facial bandages for like weeks, which could be a really, I mean, it's really easy to troll the internet right now because you're just at home and you can really control how people see you. Right. You know? Like, how do we um, know it's not a deep fake? Yeah. Right. Like, is is like, is it, I don't he know. I that just, on his Instagram. That's not, uh, that's not a human face. That no. is like. It's like a cartoon. Uh, Vernon. Vernon Dudley. <laughs> Speaking of terrible concerts, okay. Have you guys heard the news about Kanye and Kim? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, divorced, getting divorced. But I'm we don't surprised. know that it's not official yet, so we don't know. And like a lot of times, like you know, the Hollywood reporters will just like it's on page something. six, right? They'll throw it out there, but we don't know. But I imagine it's true. So my <laughs> my question is, <laughs> what's up with Jeffrey Star? Because Jeffrey Star is mixed up in this whole thing. Because they're saying yeah, that- somebody, okay, first of all, somebody, I am not hip to anything. I'm a grandma. I didn't know what Twitch was. Um, somebody sent me this video where Jeffree Star is like talking about, I don't know any of it. I don't know. Like, I was just like, how, what is this connected to? How did this come around? Like, yeah, somebody explain it who understands it more than me. Well, it's not going to be any one of us because none of us know. Well, I mean, the, the most that I've heard, and I don't know really anything about Jeffree Star, and I've also heard that these rumors are kind of like baseless or like really just kind of out of left field, is that like Kanye was going, it was there, there's rumors that Kanye slept with Jeffree Star or was having an affair with Jeffree Star or something. And um, that just kind of blew up. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I'm looking it up that Jeffree Star addressed the theory that Kanye West is in his sunglasses reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hate this. this is how it gets started these days. This and there's shit. and there's like all this really high def footage of like a tiny, tiny human, maybe could be a humanoid alien. We have no idea because it's tiny <laughs> in Jeffree Star's sunglasses. And it's like that's Kanye West. Yeah, and we're, like it's if we if we were in Vegas and everybody like was like, hey, look at these sunglasses and tell me who that person is, everybody would say different shit. It is just a person that's like a biped, just like an erect yeah. thing on two legs. <laughs> we're gonna and I think the only Kanye. thing I've ever heard about Jeffree Star is that he's racist. <laughs> yeah, I've heard is that. Is that true? The other thing that I that's the that was basically the piece of information that went along with that that I heard. It was like, oh, this racist makeup person? I don't know. Which is makeup yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, well, okay. There you go. Maybe uh, I think maybe she's getting divorced because Kim's just too busy at law school, you know? That's what she said. No, that's literally what her excuse is. And she says she's getting really serious about her law. Which is probably the truth, and I believe that. Well, didn't remember when Kanye, when he was running for president recently, said like something about to the effect of like Kim doesn't want me to do this. Kim Kim was telling oh, me right, like blah Kanye blah blah like, like, made like a, you know, I know, but like you know, I don't, I don't you know. I think Brian. Kanye gets so worked up sometimes that like that was the whole thing. Well, like, he, he kept having does. mental breakdowns, and then Christian. No, well, he's having like, a mental crisis. Yeah, no. It's you know, yeah. it's. I don't know. I think he's just really paranoid about Chris Jenner, which makes sense to me. I would be terrified. I'd be terrified of Kim Kardashian just walking by. I, I don't. Kim seems like she's sweet, like in person. She seems like she's actually. If nice you showed and... me two doors and you're like, behind this door is Kim, and behind this door is Kanye, 
Kanye. And behind this secret third door is... Mm, yeah, who's behind that door? Maybe like... Maybe like um, Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would go in that one because I would be like, tell me the truth. Okay, that's a good... Yeah, I, I like what you did there. But I wouldn't go into either Kim or, or Kanye because I think they're both unhinged. I mean, Because they chose each other. And you don't think Ghislaine Maxwell is unhinged? Yeah, 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 yeah. But she can't take me. Look at her. <laughs> you could blow her down like a house of cards. In a that... tiny town oh, like in um, Delaware that my friend was like, like she was just like living in a teeny tiny town she before like, they oh, got no, her. I'm living off of crab legs and caviar. Yeah. Wait, if we're going to talk about celebrity stuff, which I know nothing about, I just learned about Same. all this um, Ilaria Baldwin stuff. Oh my God! No, nothing. So is good. Twitter was no, going crazy. I actually crazy don't know. Yesterday. So if you want to tell yeah. me the okay, let me give you the short end. Let me give you the short Let's let's game it. Let's gamify it. I'm gonna okay. set a timer. I'm gonna set a timer for thirty seconds. <laughs> okay. And you have to get it in. In three, two, one, go. Okay. Hilaria Baldwin is married to uh uh the the, Alec the big Baldwin. Fan. Thank you, thank you. And um this whole thing is that she's a ballroom dancer and she's like, I'm from Spain, she has this whole accent, there's all these videos where she's like, How do you cut the oh how oh. to say it in, the, in uh, English? Uh, cucumber, all these things. Like she's going through all and she's like, I'm from Spain, I'm eleven seconds. Oh god, okay. And then they went through her genealogy and she grew up in fucking Massachusetts and her entire yeah, family is from Massachusetts and they've been there the whole time and she went in. NYU and she uh, none of her family is Spanish for the most part. And That's it. She fake. nailed it. And what Twitter is crazy. having a ball with this information. Yeah, I heard about that. Didn't realize who that was. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's fun. Speaking of yeah, weirdo. problematic accents. But I mean, also like yes, yeah, speaking of, but also like, is it is she at this like point? Has she reached the threshold where like it's harder for her to talk without that accent? No, that's the thing is that they had all of this stuff where it's like she's on on blah 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 talking on TV and then all of a sudden it's like some other video footage of her just like on Instagram and it's like where's her accent? Where's she's your like accent? Go, and she's putting uh, it out Rachel where, where did Lindsay Lohan get her accent? Remember that? Oh my god, I remember that. Yes. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that. I remember when Madonna got kind of British. Britney, Transatlantic. Britney a hot body. I remember when Christina Aguilera used to really, she'd be like, my name is Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I'm, I was like, no, no. <laughs> but kind of more than Britney being British. I'll let, I, I'll let Christina claim that. I read, do you remember when Britney got married for 55 hours? Yeah. Yes. You're her friend. He was spotted at the, uh, he was one of the Trump people storming the building. No the, way. the building, the building. <laughs> wow. Was he the dude, one of the dudes in like all the fur? I don't know that, that you know that what dude, his no, name is. That dude, QAnon shaman. Oh Jesus! Oh wow. Okay, that dude with all the fur. He mm-hmm. has a he has an Arizona acting profile, and it's like has this place where you're supposed to list list your school. And he wrote Hard Knocks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love that. Okay, so you just like speaking of it. all this, just um, my my other headline was literally House Speaker. Pelosi calls for the 25th Amendment to be invoked against President Trump. Can he just please go to jail? Go to jail. I mean, okay, this is a confusing thing when we're talking about like abolition and all, but like, fuck. How many times do you have to be impeached? Right. Yeah. And to me, I'm just like, this is a goddamn shame that it took this long. Like, and the fact that all these Republicans now are finally like, this is how I really felt. It's like, then why didn't you fucking say it three years ago? It's five years ago. Some of them aren't saying, aren't changing their mind. It's like, 
Lindsey Graham, like, fuck you. Like you were saying, it was like going to the fucking principal's office and Lindsey Graham's like yelling at Congress for like putting up with Trump's bullshit. And it's like, dude. Yeah, delusional, delusional. I mean, the thing that's so fucked up is it's like, he, you know, Trump needs to be in jail. All these people need to be fully disgraced and never in politics again. And the problem is, is that none of that shit's going to happen. None of them none are going to face shit. And, Follow the money. And we're going to like, in yep. the next, in next week, we'll be right back to it. You know, we'll just mm -hmm. be the same old, same old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of liberals that are really disappointed in Biden. They're like, Biden's not a progressive. Yeah. Biden hates black people. Right. And I'm like, that might be true, but nobody can be a bigger scourge stain on this United States than Donald Trump. And I don't just mean because he's embarrassing. I mean, because he's in control of things like nuclear weapons. Yeah. He's no one wants to talk about that. Or specifically what the National Guard, which he did not Refused call to send yesterday. In. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Yeah, he had to be like persuaded. No, Mike Pence did it. In. It wasn't Trump. Was, oh my gosh, did you guys hear this? I have a headline. Okay. Yeah. Mike Pence unfollowed It's a Donald it's Trump. a it's not real. I looked it up. I immediately looked it up and it's a it's a it's oh. not real. The thing where Why are you raining on my parade? I'm sorry, because that's how my brain works. Because facts matter, Kaylee Rhodes. Well, according to Newt Gingrich, <laughs> feelings are a form of fact. Oh. Did you guys know that he said that oh, a long time ago? He's a psychopath. He's the cause of all of this, by the way. I, I think, think I remember Gingrich. that. Yeah. Newt, Newt Gingrich. Gingrich. He was, He's the he, cause of it. Yes. He's the one who was like, he was partial birth abortions, and all the Republicans yeah. were like, oh my God. And he, and he just like took the ball and ran with it. I mean, there's also something like Dick Cheney, it kind of like expanded the role of the president in a way that ultimately gave Trump the the power that he had, you know. So I'm still really upset about this Mike Pence Twitter fake thing. Of course, I, of can course. Can you, okay, Claire, but you know what? Probably Here, true. I'm going to toss a ball in the air and I'm going to hit it. It's badminton, so you have a while. It's going to come down in a second. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell me an interesting uh, thing. Tell me some juicy shit because you just took my juice. <laughs> yeah, you got to replace her juice. I did. I told you all about Ilaria Baldwin, and I just sent you the whole story on Instagram. She's off the hook. Hilaria. She hit the badminton back. Hilaria. Hilaria. There were more feds protecting the state building in Salem yesterday than there were in fucking downtown Washington, D.C. at the capital of our great nation. Now, here's the thing. Okay, the police were involved or they're terrible, right? And I'm not going to believe that, like, people... Not that these people didn't have awful intent, but if like an actual tactical group of armed terrorists decided to try to go in there and kill everyone in there with that level of security, it would have happened. Yeah. Everyone totally. would be dead, you know? Well, and that's so why either... the right wing people are like, see, it's actually an inside job. It's a, it's a bunch of Antifa actors who had clearance with the Congress people and the senators to cause a big stir and make Donald Trump look bad because how else could they have gotten in? Or it's a bunch of police people who are collaborating off with duty themselves. and wearing face paint yeah. and yeah. breaking in. I will say that there was one moment I saw a video of a cop and he was a it was African American and mm -hmm. they were like, "Did you see this person being chased up the steps?" Yes, I did. Yeah. He had the Sean fear King. of God in his eyes. Like yeah. they I mean like he's like, "No, like look, y'all can just do whatever you but want." But this is the party that thinks blue lives matter though. Right. The of, course, well, of course, of course. Of they course, were... they're chasing him up the stairs and then their friends are taking pictures with the white cop downstairs. Right, right. A calf. I didn't know that was a new what, what saying. Yeah, what, what is that? Is all that... cops are friends. Uh, no way. I said we all... heard yes. that yesterday and we were wondering. I said all cops are fascists. Well, 
that's like, good but yeah i mean Thank i heard gosh. them also chanting fuck 12 and i've heard from people who have gone down What's to fuck this, 12 fuck 12 just means fuck the police yeah um fuck 12 police. is a 12 if you want to go back on it 12 is the drug unit in some part of la and so it got into rap music and so like now it becomes fuck 12 as just the police but um the uh uh, anyways, like, the people going down to Salem, there have been a lot of like right wing protests there. Like they broke in, they tried to break into the state house like a week ago, and um, now all these people are flipping to fuck the police. And now what? You Which know, was what I inevitable, mean? honestly, because these people were only emboldened by the fact that Trump's administration was in power. So the, it was it was inevitable that whenever the power swinged, like, you know, swung back towards Democrats, that these people are going to be like, oh, yeah, everyone in power, including police, are all bad. Like, we were just waiting for well, it. Well, and, and, you know, all these Republicans, like, t- like my stepsister tweeted a thing today or retweeted Tommy Lahren and was like, but all the liberals were okay when things were happening this summer and worse, you know, and, and I'm like okay Worse? we don't even have to we don't right we don't even have to like catalog the damages like we don't have to go to court and have in divorce court and like well you get the china and i get the Maserati. like we don't have to do that we can just look at why why were these two groups protesting one group was protesting hundreds of years of racism systemically overtly covertly like culminating in multiple deaths murder multiple murder black murder. bodies yeah. all the time and one group was protesting that they lost like <laughs> they're like of- this no it's God. all about the democracy and and if they what if they could patriots yeah. My, oh my God, the quote of the woman is like, they shot us. They're, They're supposed, supposed to shoot, to shoot the, the BLM people. people. They shot the Patriots. My favorite too, the it woman who's like, I got maced. Yeah. I got maced. And she's like, they're like, why were you? We were trying to get into the Capitol. It's like, well, why are you trying to do that? Well, I, we're, it's, it's a revolution. It's a revolution. <laughs> she is fully crazy. I just wanted to be oh like, if you can name me 10 states, I will give you $100. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or they, oh. 0.1 Bitcoin, if you know what's worth more yeah <laughs> give me that point. come on but neither do i yeah, yeah you do think i guess i do now i do now there you go well yeah, think about I... what's more valuable not even what's worth of more. course bitcoin <laughs> bitcoin go. all i'm gonna sell all everything i own to bitcoin that's how it works right now yeah. give me your coins <laughs> yeah you, you drop it in like those north pole sticks that you see at christmas time this has been a north, special north crossover episode. bitcoin santa <laughs> i know this is great um, but yeah, those people are, I mean, they're out of control. We, we need to put these people back to bed and take away their toys. Yeah. Seriously. They, and, and the Maybe fact, send them back to school. They, yeah. And just, they had no idea what they were doing storming that place either. No. That was the craziest part. There was no agenda and they were not ready because if, if they had, if the cops, if, if riot cops, had, I mean, I'm just looking out for people, you know, yeah. you don't bring a group of people to a direct action that they're not ready for. That's like 101. Mm-hmm. It's like, if people are not ready to go face the cops, you don't go face the cops. That's fucking stupid. But they knew that they weren't going to have to face the cops in the same way that anyone else would have to say face the fucking cops but i it was just like uh, yeah. yeah i don't know i was like they where's the tear gas like hey what do we do hey hey take my picture yeah it's like, apparently oh, walk around apparently ted cruz was sending out text messages you know how you get those like replies or whatever those like automatic text messages he was sending out text messages talking about gathering in places while they were moving so like there's there's this kind of like there's this group of people in Congress, AOC being one of them, saying that, you know, we've all been calling for him to resign. But there's like evidence that like Ted Cruz and some of the other senators may have actually like been doing like telling people 
to go how to find them yeah how to how find to, them where to be how to find to the, the the congress yeah people? ted cruz is on signal just like telling everybody to go he's a deplorable like yeah. donald yeah, trump is an obvious idiot but there are far more insidious idiots oh my god yeah and, and you know it turns out mcconnell is you know not as i mean not he's bad. bad he fainted yeah well McConnell's he old, and he had They polio. had to carry him out. He was saying they had to carry oh, him out over the... Oh, is he okay? I'm worried. Oh, Remember that whole stuff in December when his hand looked like dumb? Oh, my God. Literally on our last, on our last episode, podcast. we were talking about this. We were, I remember we were wondering what... We were like, something really big happened right before we last did our last episode. It was Biden getting elected. Was that the thing? Yeah, she Casual. mentioned it earlier, and it was yeah. like, it was like, oh, right. Because we, we were coming here, and we're like, Jesus, it feels like every time we do this, something like absolutely momentous has happened well it takes you know? us a couple days it's true yeah. anyway so true all right let's do plugs plugs yes oh, plugs. shit i'm gonna plug mythology of blame it's on youtube under portland playhouse until january 20th after that it should be on portland playhouse playhouse's instagram so check it out i'm also gonna do a weird i also am gonna have a bitcoin podcast so look out for that bitcoin explain it like i'm wife uh, we have a whole disclaimer in it that um, addresses why we've chosen a title that seems to make fun of the fact that women are dumber than men. Because we obviously are, you guys. We're so dumb. <laughs> um, and then finally, I want to plug a s local store in Portland called Video Only. Video Only, Jansen Beach. Hell yeah. If you need to buy a TV, they will hook you up. They got good discounts I'm you. i kind of work for video up, only a little bit i'm not lying i do installations work? i i contract with my cousin who does has his own business in selling tvs and most of our contracts come from video only they're Listen, great people don't buy tvs from big box stuff don't give your money or at least that much to amazon or best buy go to locally owned video only it's awesome my experience there was rad and, and they it's have, local and they have locations in clackamas and beaverton too that's right. And their logo is thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Did you just get a TV from them? Maybe. That's awesome. Um, okay, who are we plugging? I mean, I'm just thinking, I, when you said this and you were like, other artists in town, I am just like fucking blown away by Carla Milugo mm -hmm. at Faith Fawcett on oh, Instagram. Carla Milugo, and I've, I've, I've always thought that they were dope as hell um since before the COVID times just like a fucking such a talented artist an incredible filmmaker an incredible just visual artist performance artist musical artist um and so incredibly involved politically I mean they started the frontline drumline mm -hmm. they were part of the reason they they organized um the violin vigil for Elijah McClain they're just I don't know if they're in Portland right now they might be down in California I'm looking on around. on uh, through Instagram, um, but they're kind as hell, they're talented as hell, and they need to get paid. So follow them, buy their shit, join their Patreon. Faith Fawcett on Instagram? Like yep, at like Faith think. Fawcett. Yeah. I was actually, <laughs> toot my own horn, I was like uh, part of Drumline on like the third day. Um, oh yeah! Yeah, and I've, I've marched with them since uh, several times, but uh, Frontline Drumline is absolutely amazing. Another shout out, just if you're at the, portland protests they're always there and uh they could always use support so yeah totally and also yeah uh, if you're ever available on thursdays uh join letha to march for patrick kimmons they usually meet what at 11 11 to 2 on thursdays like um that, yeah. up near the north precinct yes north precinct on, on mlk, MLK. 
and ki- and Killingsworth. Um, and my uh, my plug is actually for uh, Private Chat by Ashley Mellinger, who hell yeah, um, yeah. We just that popped up because I mean, if you go and watch uh, Mythology of Blame on YouTube, chances are this will pop up right after or a couple of slots after because it's on the Portland Playhouse YouTube and produced through there. But I think it was produced by Ashley's actual company, and it's it's it was really really cool. It's like this really cool short film. Um, about uh camming work uh and uh which is a big part of a lot of people's lives right now and kind of the dichotomy between the old guard of people who have been masturbating online for money for a long time and people who are you know trying to make a quick buck now so it Mm -hmm. was uh real relevant and uh my uh yeah it, it was great yeah it's really great you gotta ashley and treasure are both fantastic in it yes absolutely yeah yeah, that was. That they was... push a lot of limits, and it. I would. I like would. If I could nominate anyone's art to be extended into a feature film, it would be that one. Yeah. Yep. It was also just like so well produced. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah I want to work with cool. Desert Island Studios. Yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hello, you guys. Ashley. Cast us. She, she was on our last episode of the show, and I didn't even know about that. So yeah, here we go. She was working on it when we were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I'm going to plug, because it came up, Coho Nightlife, uh, which is a new program at Coho for performing artists and and creators and performers around uh, Portland. Our our hope is to create a platform for people who do music or poetry or stand-up or all multidisciplinary uh, performing styles and, and help them get paid but also help them you know create content we have resources here at coho so if that's something that you're interested in please reach out at cohoproductions.org and you've got coming up you got the frank show right and coming up we have new emily newton emily newton so that's gonna be exciting that is saturday uh january 16th on twitch and that's twitch.tv and you can find the link on cohoproductions.org so if you're interested or you are a Twitch person, uh, we have great content for you. So please follow us yeah. and subscribe to our YouTube. Come on, be a Twitch person. Yes. It's, it. uh, it's amazing. And it's um, I also am just going to plug Coinbase because why not? Um, Coinbase. I'm going to plug Kraken. Yeah. Kraken. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Coinbase, if you're interested, if you want to get started with cryptocurrency, just because we talked about it tonight, Coinbase.com is an easy portal. It's kind of like an online bank where you can buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. It's really easy to use. But if sometimes what happens, I'll be honest, sometimes what happens is that Coinbase gets overloaded with new users. So if like that right happens now. to you, what I would recommend is using Cash App. Using Cash, Cash App, App to I would buy recommend Bitcoin. Cash App first. Yeah. yeah. If you're a new if you're a new user, Cash App lets you buy stock and Bitcoin. Yes, yeah, true. So if you feel like you need to go scoop some I don't know, what do I want to give you a market tip on? Square. Put all your stimulus or, money in it. Or if you want to go snag some Bitcoin, uh, you'll don't worry. The fees are fair. You'll, you're going to see some fair some fees when you buy. Uh, yeah. They're fair. They're normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be like what. Um, and then your Bitcoin lives on your Cash App. Yeah, yeah. So both just, places are really easy. And um, if you just want to like hurry up and put ten dollars in just to see what happens, I would recommend doing. <clears throat> Highly yeah. recommend. I just, I just want to like bop in and just I'm tagging on to what you were talking about before with Coho Nightlife. This idea is so fucking cool, and the fact that like Phil is producing this and trying to like give a platform to rad fucking artists in Portland. This I think this is important and exciting and I can't wait to see what it turns into. And uh yeah, hell yeah coho. 
Oh yeah, Phil. Yes. Oh yeah, Phil. We're getting Always started. Giving people voices. Absolutely. I'm here to build platforms. That's what I want to say. Will you say the there. link one Always more time? Always been that way. Which one? Coho. So I would just recommend going to cohoproductions.org. All the information that you need, will you should be able to find. Coho and C O H O. Yes. Correct. Productions. It stands for somebody's oh. name. Cornelius Hornelius? Yes. Cornelius Hornelius is exactly it. <laughs> the amount of times that you've I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> yes. Cornelius Hornelius. <laughs> Sorry. That's like a pig Latin version of my name. <laughs> it kind of is. Why don't it you is. change? You should make like a Twitter account called Cornelius Hornelius. <laughs> All right. It's I think we been... should sign off and say our names in That's... pig Latin. Okay. I was, I was just about to say, it's been a pleasure talking to both of you. This has been so fun. I really respect and loved your work, and I can't wait to see what you guys do moving forward. So heart emoji. And yeah, let's let's do this again soon. Hopefully we can do this in person one day. Thank you so much, Phil. You guys are rad. I love you too, Clifton. Love and too. I love you so much, Kaylee. Oh my and this gosh, is me being really uncomfortable with people saying they love me. This is what I do during things. I just put my shirt over my face. Your shirt over so thank you for all the nice things you said. Y'all are wonderful. I, I'm so filled uh, from tonight. And I, it those hours flew by. Ailey K. Ailey K. Odes Ray. There it is. And Lair K. Igsby Ray. There it is. Oh, you're fluent. <laughs> Lifton. I went to a pig Latin immersion school. <laughs> Do the rest. Keep going, Clay. I'm sorry. I'm a Lifton K. Olsnagel Hay and Ilfay Onsen J. Thank you for listening to Attical Ray Issening Lay. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Radical Listening. If you have questions or would like to reach out, feel free to reach out to our email, which is radicallisteningpodcast at gmail.com or visit the Coho Theater website for more information. And thanks for listening.